getting dicey. <laughs> Baron, was there something yeah, there was a very excited thing that you wanted to do before we Yeah, well <coughs> I don't know if I'm excited, I'm more scared. <laughs> I'm right. alarmed at I guess American, did you tell us about all, everything you saw? Yes. And I dramatically um, stated, Oh, whoa, whoa, it's got <laughs> whoa. Woe is me. Hoping for some wheel. No no wheel to be had. <laughs> uh, okay, well, at the mention of giant spiders, undead knights, um, spectral soldiers with bows and arrows, I'm going to say, who's got um, Esmeralda's sword? You have it? You want I think you have it. I have it. Yes. Okay. One of your, one of your, one of your um, skeleton soldiers sort of comes forward holding a half in each hand. Well, thank you. Um, oh, fantastic. If you just hold them close together... I am going to cast Mending on it, just to, and it will repair a break in it. There we go. <laughs> what does that, what does just, that look like? Why don't you, why don't you describe uh, what happens for us? <laughs> I'm just going to like light up a cigarette, just sort of wave it over it. Mend. <laughs> Mend. I haven't really tried this one before, Tracy. <clears throat> Tracy. Um, <laughs> just all so of them are Tracy now. Waves of smoke under it, you know, <laughs> blowing it. And uh, hopefully... It's joined together. Does it look yeah. strong? Yeah, it's perfect. That it is beautifully mended. It's even got an extra bit of shine to it now. Oh. Yeah. You kind of cleaned it at the same time. <laughs> oh, make it up, make it up rules now. Yeah. 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 You've imbued it with one magic. No. No, it's not a magic weapon. Uh, no, but you do have that silvered uh, short sword now. Long sword? It was a long sword, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Long, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it was a long sword. Um... Uh, so, Ismark or Irina, uh, do either of you want to hold this? Because I know that you feel a bit um, unprepared for all the magical monsters we've been fighting, like werewolves. Ismark uh, steps forward and says, I would love, I think it'll take that from you, actually. I think this could be a good chance for me to prove <laughs> my worth. Um, and Irina steps past, pushes past Ismark, um, and and goes to grab the sword. And she pushes says, him oh, out of the way. Oh, it's it's a bit lighter than I was expecting. I think this could uh, work quite well. Hmm. I think that'll be great for your your training, Irina. Yes, what? yes, and and hopefully, um, Molly, hopefully, um, tonight you can uh, help me train. I know you weren't feeling overly good last night. Um, maybe tonight. Uh, when- Wonderful what a, a great night's sleep can do for you. Of course, notwithstanding all the war we're about to be <laughs> getting, coming our way, but we'd love to. Okay. What, what level did you say you were there? That's <laughs> <laughs> a class. Yeah, like, if you were a class, what would it be? <laughs> oh, the, the things she could be. <laughs> I think it's cleric. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> um, now, Irina, th- just remember that belongs to Esmeralda, so you have to give it back at some point. That of reminds course. me. Does, does anyone, because we're looking for Esmeralda, is there any traces of her? Is anyone good at tra- tracking? Um, I, th- I believe Esmeralda? I believe you guys did um, do an investigation and sort of look around. There was no there was no 
markings, no footprints, nothing that really showed that um, that Esmeralda had had been here. I tried to message into the place as mm. well, right? Yeah, that's right. You've got to go around the back. I, well, I don't think she's been here. We'll find her later. Hopefully, she's not in that werewolf cave. <laughs> that's true. She would be barren. Only a fool would go in there. Well, she did sort of attack Strahd single-handedly, so, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Her, her, her beef is not with the wolves. Well, it might be now, but <laughs> originally it was with Strahd. She, uh, she seems like she can handle herself. I'm sure she's fine wherever she is. Do the wolves work for Strahd, or is it just a coincidence? Well, they were sent Oh, sorry, are we in character, or was this just yeah, a question? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they were... Uh, were they, Esmeralda said they were sent by Strahd. They were on his orders or, or something similar. Right. Do you think he's a fair employer, Baron? Um, it's hard to say, really. <laughs> I think he's probably got perks of some kind. But you know what? I think we found out that he is actually... Mo- he is his employees. He just disguises himself as, like, uh, what was that other, that noble? Vasily. Vasily. And uh, pretends that he's Vasily, but really, you know, he can't afford help. It's like when you answer the phone. Oh, yeah, I'll just put you through to him now. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <Well, laughs> see you yeah. all the company here. Yeah. It's like the opposite of undercover boss. <laughs> Uh, does anyone want to go inside? Follow you. <laughs> We're kind of like um, idly, like shooting the breeze. Like, can we just go in? Killing time outside, hoping that the building's just to collapse. Can we Your have favorite? some afternoon tea? I'm a little peckish. Other, oh, other than time. Yeah, can someone dead. can someone just remind me why we here? Other than to meet Esmeralda, was there part of the prophecy that we were supposed to? Uh, fulfill here? Well, we had heard about this person. They're, they're an enemy of Strahd, but the only problem is it seems like they want to prolong Strahd's curse. Suffering. They don't want to break the curse. Mm. But, like, who's suffering in this thing? Look at this piece of shit house. Look, <laughs> if you look at Castle Raven, it looks great. This house, this is the suffering. That's a good point. Do we need to go in? <laughs> <laughs> Ragging all of a sudden is like, my prep. My no, you guys can do anything. <laughs> the you Wizard of do. Wineries again. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you see how their kombucha is coming along? <laughs> so, so, serious question: If we sent Peppy out for a recce, and he saw all that terrible shit, what, what will we use that for, decision making wise? So, if we did a thing, what decision are we hoping to take based on that thing? Knowing where to cast fireball. <laughs> That's one. That is one. Mm. Get ray of sickness creeping under as many doors as possible. Yep, mm. yep, definitely. Yeah, does the house look flammable? No, it's it's very it's made <laughs> oh. of stone. Flammable stone. Flammable stone. Pumice. Okay. <laughs> I would like to meet the. <laughs> these might be some of the only undead that uh, have got their wits about them, you know, around this place and. Still retain their Tracy's original right mission. There, man. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from Tracy, yeah, you know, all the ones we meet are like vicious, 
angry, mindless. It's really a bummer. But it sounds like in here, they've got a plan. Do you want to try it all? You don't think that there's even a small possibility that Esmeralda could be in trouble in there? Just, I know we were meant to meet her here, right? There's a possibility, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wouldn't, wouldn't Peppy have seen a commotion of some sort? Um, Peppy so. could only see through certain areas of, like, the outside areas of the, the walls, mm. right? Just any rooms that had windows, basically. You know, if, if we were to meet those knights, and if we told them our intentions were to kill Strad, it sounds like they would try to kill us. Why don't we lie to them? Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come out and say we're here to kill. We want to kill Strad because it sounds like they're they're keen on destroying anyone who'll do that. That is true. Let's go in with the line that we hate Strad, and his punishment is yet to be decided. Yeah, we're we're in the same boat. We're in the in the Strad hating club. We'll put that out forward. Like act in the National Party. <laughs> same goal. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll a some different policy. Why don't we, why don't we, if we know what they want, if we know what they want, why don't we just say that we want the same thing? Yeah. It doesn't have to strictly be true. Which I believe was, they just want the Strad to suffer. They just want to torture and torment the man. Yeah, Yeah, maximum suffering. Yeah. At the very least, they may be able to offer us some history if they are able to talk to us. There are many secrets we don't yet know. American, you know where the throne guy is, right? He's obviously the head honcho. He's sitting on a throne. Is there any way that we can get there without going through a bunch of spiders and other enemies? Uh, the spiders actually look quite cute. I don't oh, know that okay. they were in enemies per se they're very fuzzy wuzzy but <laughs> yes we could potentially uh get up there without without having to go the normal way that'd be uh, my vote let's have a quick look so um from pippi's fly around you realize that the uh the throne room is basically two more stores of uh, stories above where you currently are looking like with you you're looking at the entrance of this this um, mansion and two stories up is another window and you and you know that through that window is where Pepe saw that uh, that th- throne and the person sitting in it is there um ivy and such running up the sides of the building um yeah I think mean, there's there's definitely a bit of overgrowth here. Does it look like something we could get a foothold on? Give me a uh, give me a nature roll or a survival roll. Okay. I rolled seventeen plus seven for twenty-four. You think that you'd be able to find some like a, a path up um, with the right footing for someone light enough. Mm. I do have a thought that I could. I'm actually feeling very nature today. If I could cast a spell on that to make it overgrown and bushy, mm. it might prefer provide a firm foothold. It might be still dangerous, though. Sounds good. Yeah, Does anyone have any other ideas? Well, what if we just walked in the front door and yelled out, we're here to, <laughs> to persecute Strauss? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You do that, 
minute. We'll see how it I'm, pr- I'm pressure testing the idea at the moment. I'm not saying I'm just going to do this. Or I could Spider-Man. enchant someone with spider climb. Say Bill could go up and charm the pants off him. Mm. Not literally. I don't Mm-hmm. Well, why not? Bill is here to you fight never spiders, know. Quite, <laughs> yeah. Not the spiders. <laughs> Charm the spiders. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could. I mean, they're wearing armor pants, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Each that one's a bit more risky, though, because if they're angry, I do love a challenge. To, if they try to kill Bill, he'll be up there defenseless all on. What if we all go up? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Why don't what? I'm feeling with Molly here. I think we should just announce ourselves in the front door and just see if we can get an audience. Don't forget my augury. Uh, woe is portended, not wheel. Never yeah. wheel. But theoretically, woe was for the first 30 minutes within the thing. It knows what you were going to do, right? Yeah. So that woe is still there on the third floor. Because it knows. Well, whatever we do, it's predetermined. It's predetermined. to be woe. Well, what it was, the results of the action was if we just walk in and announce ourselves. On minute 31. Woe. No, we're, we're rewriting history here. The, the thing yeah. was, the thing that we agreed on was your first 30 minutes within the, uh, yeah. within the castle. Yeah, yeah. Walking around. But, Looking well, around, yeah. we didn't say, because it knows what the future is. It could have known that our plan was actually to climb. <laughs> yeah. you know? It says it doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. So because we're, we're changing climbing. what we're doing based on that, it might not be woe anymore. If we're true. true. I'm pretty it sure may, it's going to be woe. It I'm may sure not be woe. woe. You're right. You're right. Mm. But, yeah, it'll probably be woe knowing Barovia. And, and you know what? <laughs> I think that I... I don't like the chances of these spiders being intelligent enough for us to go and yell that we're here to, we hate Strad and then go, okay, <laughs> leave him alone. No, no. Well, I'm not saying we yell out to the spiders, Baron. But they were right near the front other, door. But the, what? Baron? Are they? They're, they're on, on the, the ground the floor. floor. Oh, they're on the ground floor. Yes. This changes everything. If you were, like, American, <laughs> you. American knows that if you were to just all of you walk around the south side where you can see the crumbled facade on the on the southern side of the building, mm-hmm. that if you were to walk around there, there would just be a dozen giant spiders. Mm-hmm. Let's not do that, then. <laughs> Let's climb I mean, up the top. Let's do it. I could make them my friends, but maybe we're best to leave them alone. Yeah, at a pinch, we can make them friends. <laughs> All right, shall Distant we do it? Shall we climb up to the top? Okay. Now, I, the I, top straight away? I do want you to know that there, each of these floors is about uh, 15 to 20 feet. So you'd be climbing up around about, well, the first two floors you'd be climbing up. So that'd be about 30 to 40 feet worth of climbing. Uh, and then up to the window would probably be another 10. So you'd be doing about 50 feet of climbing. Ooh, that's hard work. Do yeah. carabiner? They gave a spell for that. It's called Summon Carabiner. So definitely, if you were to use um, any kind of um, overgrowth spell, uh, it'll definitely make it hold your weights. It'll just be how well you can climb, and that will be a dice roll. And it's like mm, it like might make the plants really good, but mm, will they be strong enough? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Do, do, we do. We feel, do we feel like we know enough about inside? 
No. So I do have one other idea. Oh, do you? Okay. Um, I can make myself invisible now. Yeah. I could do that and go have a look. Um, just another option. Oh, I'm very keen on this invisibility plan. I could make you invisible. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't clear. I'm very keen on and as written. Okay. And and Bill can message us from the inside. I can right, he can, he can not he? Well, I mean, I think we established that these walls are a bit too thick for a message to get through last time. One just... one foot of stone. We could crack open the door though. So. Oh the door is already yeah. open. The door is already open from um Morley having pulled on the knockers. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Um well you could just message through the door then. Or a window. I have to find a window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shall Easy. I blow a shall hole I do in that? <laughs> I'll go with you. I can go invisible. The problem uh, is, like, what will uh, it Invisible bros. <laughs> what will it accomplish? You won't be able to talk to him, and you'll probably just see the giant spiders. We can that's, yell that's while asked, invisible. <laughs> that's why I asked if we wanted to uh, learn any more about the inside, or, or we're very confident that no matter how we approach this, if we are going to go inside, it's going to be bad. <laughs> because if we are, then um, it kind of doesn't matter. Option three, we just walk in and we start blasting. That's what I'm exactly. going to start doing in a minute. <laughs> Let's do some. Go invisible and, and do a quick scout. I think, yeah. It's not free. It's a level four spell slot. Oh, dang. Oh, I didn't think but it was mine's free. Le- mine's level two. Mine's greater invisibility. Oh, okay. Here we go. What's the, wow, this person contest just got real. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this about spellcasters, but it's all about who's got the bigger spell level. Yeah, greater. <laughs> What's greater invisibility? What does that do? I'm really invisible. Like, <laughs> You're actually invisible, not just thinking. It doesn't. I think I can hit things while I'm invisible and I don't become uninvisible. Holy shit. That's the, that's the it changes difference. everything. Uh, anything that's yeah, it doesn't have anything about like you become uninvisible. Nice. I'll tell you what. Why don't we all go in, but the invisible people go in a bit further, and we'll just be yelling out. We'll just be whispering. Okay, it's safe in this room. Come forward. How about that? Seal Team Six. That's just yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going. I become invisible. I. I I throw my cigarette down on the ground and butted it, you know, squish it with my foot, and I become invisible. I become extra invisible. <laughs> Where the hell have you gone? Ding. To temper that, I become more flamboyant and more visible. <laughs> <laughs> and I really yeah, this, is a, this is a big, this is a big step back for me. It's very awkward. Yeah, this is great. Okay, Skelly boys. Follow me. I'm. I'm I message. I message the Baron. Okay, let's go. Okay, I whisper. Okay. Well, you can reply. You can reply uh, with the message. I can. Re- okay. All right. I yell out. <laughs> All right, I'm right behind you. We can, we can still talk. Okay. No, you can't. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just gonna say now. I'm assuming all of my communication is messages. Okay. So are you taking all of your skeleton uh, warriors in with you? They'll stay at least 30 feet away. Okay. Behind. Have you got control over the tokens or not? No. 
Really, there should be 11, but... Uh, oh, okay. Is there? Well, maybe there's less now. I thought there was less now. Anyway, you, you've, no, walked, 11. Yeah. you've walked in through these doors, um, and this room feels like... It's, a, it's enormous, and it's, uh, it feels like a king's tomb. There's this grand staircase leading up to these stone balconies that are held aloft by stone pillars and arches. A tall, faded tapestry depicting a nobleman in silver armor hangs from an iron rod above the staircase landing. Six sets of double doors lead from this foyer. Along the walls displayed on marble pedestals are three alabaster busts of handsome men. A fourth bust and its pedestal has been knocked over, and their shattered remains lie strewn across the mosaic floor. Two chandeliers of wrought iron hang from the ceiling like monstrous black spiders. But they're not, man. They're just, they're not. It's just, just foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> just it's foreshadowing <clears throat> if you hadn't have already known about the spiders. That was like, um, <laughs> I, ooh, I, the spiders. I message the Baron. Yeah. My, those are some handsome busts. I know. So the, <laughs> so you can see two of the busts up on the northern wall, two on the southern wall, except one of them has obviously been broken, uh, and the tapestry at the top of the, uh, sort of the landing of the stairs before it goes up to this next floor. Do we recognize any of them? Um, give me a history roll, please, Bill. This is more of so a it's, mem- not just a, it's not just Strad. It's no, not just a no. Strad that I would instantly recognize. <laughs> the bangs give it away, right? And the pop <laughs> Um We're going to use this history roll as more of a, of a memory roll. Okay. I'm not very good at this, but let's go. Oh, I rolled an 18. A 16 total. plus 2? Nice. Um, from what you remember Mirakin telling you of her uh, dream of this silver dragon and the way she described the, the nobleman looking, this tapestry looks like it might be a portrait of, of him. So this could be a, a tapestry of Lord Argenvoss that you're looking at. What about the, uh, the busts? Uh, the busts aren't recognisable. They just look like humans. They're all, they all seem to be maybe the same. They look to be in the same age when these busts were created. Um, and they look very similar, but but not they're not the same people. It just look gonna... like good-looking men. Yeah, yeah. One of the, the one that's broken has had a lot of its features shattered and smashed across the ground, so you don't know quite whether that, that one could have been the ugly one. That could have been the ugly one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone's me. You don't okay. see alabaster very often, do you, Bill? Around these parts. No, you don't. Glad we sit in our two best art critics. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like uh, alabaster is sort of like gypsum. You know, it's like a <laughs> semi transparent <laughs> crystal line structure. Looks great. You you two make your way up onto the landing in front of this tapestry, um, and there's a, 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 a shadow sort of um, covers you for a moment. You look over, and it's just this shadow uh, that looks to be like a winged creature. And you look up to try and find where it's uh, where the shadow is being cast from, um, but it, the shadow is gone. There doesn't seem to be anything here, and you just hear a, a soft bestial hiss in the darkness. Um, what was that? A message back. I don't know, but don't creature? make don't make any noise. Try not to smell. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a bit scared in here now, Bill. <laughs> Maybe we should bring a skeleton or two in. That's so, gonna be a dead giveaway. But you do want them 
30 feet yeah. away from you? Yeah, yeah, okay. I will bring, be bringing them in. <clears throat> yep. Sort of standing in the middle of this foyer at the moment is just eight of your, of your skeleton warriors. Okay. And the other ones well, can be outside and uh, guarding the entrance. Okay. Um, was that a creature that just, like a shadowy creature that left? Or it wasn't this curtain, was it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I've got the same information you have. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. Okay. Shall we continue or shall we? Yeah. North or south? So from, from what Merican described of this place, you can assume that the two double doors to the south lead to um, spiders. And as you walked through the foyer, you did hear some some scuttling behind those doors. The, um, also, you know that the uh, the three spectral knights or undead knights, there were some kind of knights kneeling at an altar, was on this ground floor as well um, and is probably further to the uh, east. Um, okay. And to the north of this floor, there was nothing of note from Peepers. Peppy. Okay. Whatever his name was. Peppy. Tell... Tell, uh, Bill, tell the others to come in, I think. It seems to be safe in this room. Ish. <laughs> I'm going to message uh, Molly and say, it seems safe-ish. There was maybe a creature in here, but we're not sure. It hasn't attacked the skeletons yet. I'm sure it won't attack you initially. It could just be more foreshadowing. Uh, very good. I didn't do that on purpose. Okay. Well, you've sold me. <laughs> um, I talked to American. Uh, Bill just messaged me and said we should go in, but he didn't sound very confident about our safety. And he also mentioned there was a creature in there and he said we won't get attacked initially. So. <laughs> fine scout. It. And you can see you know, he's invisible, and he lets us in his life base. I don't know about that. And you can see the I'm, three skeletons at the doorway just move aside to uh, let you in if you if you wanted to come through. My Alfie pricks up hearing American. I just sort of send her a message and just say, well, "You'd rather know the truth, wouldn't you?" Well, can you please look for it and it's ascertain its whereabouts and what it is? I think it might actually be a shadow. Because it disappeared as fast as it flapped its wings. I'm sure wings? it's fine. What? Shadows almost killed us just recently. Why are you yeah. so chill about this, it Bill? Did do a lot. Um, All right, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull out my sword, my son's sword. Whoa! And, and I'm, I'm like just the hilt, just the <laughs> okay, just the nub, mm-hmm. um, just so I can call on it when I need to. Uh, and I'm going to very gingerly, slowly, and quietly walk in the front door. Um, and Irina is keeping pretty close behind you as well. Uh, and she hasn't seen a mansion this size before in her life. She is taking it all in. She is just silent, and she looks up at, at the the ornate um, feel of this place, how large it is. Um, and she turns and says, uh, Isma, quick, check this out. Um, and Ismark too walks in, mouth open, just taking taking it all in. Um, I may to say, just be as quiet as we can, Ismark and Irina. 
Oh, of course, of course. Baron? <laughs> oh, okay. Can I have a little look behind this curtain, uh, this tapestry? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you you just move the tapestry out of the way. There's nothing behind it. Just just some stone. Uh, just a stone wall. Just stone. Well, mm-hmm. Nothing to fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tapestry. Ooh, okay. Like roll an investigation or, or something, since you guys are investigating. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit concerned about this shadow creature that may swoop down and murder us all. I'm going to try and look for the shadow creature. Can um, I do that? Yeah, give me an investigation. We'll just do an investigation. We'll say you're all looking into it, so give it with the advantage. Okay, I get a plus eight. A 16 plus eight. There's nothing more... A one oh, plus we'll take the 16 plus eight. There's really nothing more um, to this room than, than described already that you've already taken in. Um, a, a thorough uh, investigation notes that there's a door to the northeast that was open. You didn't really notice that on your first entry in. The one at the uh, southeast is closed. Um, in general, it is uh, it is quite dark at the top of the, um, the where the ceiling is. Um, but Mirakin, with your uh, with all of the um, dark vision that you guys have combined, you don't see anything hidden away in any of the corners. It's not like there are any. There's, there's nothing in this room with you right now. We're just freaky. Maybe we're just seeing things, Bill. I'm going to hit up the stairs. Right off to that, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go up these stairs to the north. All right, I'll, I'll, just, the I'll move you both. Um, if you scroll upwards, only the two of you will see this, of course, thanks to the uh, dynamic lighting. Um, let me give you some information about what you see. Um, second floor. Uh, two stone balconies, the ones that you saw from the uh, ground floor, flank the main foyer here. Um, balusters carved to resemble knights in shining armor support their elegantly carved stone railings. Weapons and shields festoon the walls along each of these walkways, where alabaster busts of handsome men flank hallways that lead north and south away from the foyer. At the west end of each balcony is an archway that leads to a spiral staircase going up. Oh, should we cut those um, spiral staircases, Bill? I'm just going to have a quick peek around this over here. To the east? Yeah. Um, you, you, you come up towards a, a red velvet curtain um, hanging down uh, as this hallway sort of just curves back around to the opposing foyer, uh, the opposing um, balcony. Okay. It's a bit of yes, a, what do they call it? A um, no exit. Oh, but there's a curtain here, Bill. <laughs> He's just like, look behind the curtain. Yuck, I love to I look behind curtains. Velvet curtains. <clears throat> I'm going to peek behind there. Um, yeah, the okay. Northeast. <laughs> yeah, you uh, I pull back the curtain, um, and it's just a small empty alcove, except for some small windows. Oh, it um, doesn't even get rid Oh, let's see if I can. Uh, it's an alcove, that's weird. There's nothing in here. Let me just remove that, and you can see the alcove. Good hiding spot. Yeah, I mean. It, that's true. We should remember this if we've been chased. Let's go down for a minute. What is what's yep. happening with the crew downstairs? American Morley, you can 
hear the scuttling of uh, the spiders beneath or behind the uh, double doors to the south. I'm ill at ease. I'm being very quiet and I'm standing protectively in front of near where Irina and um, what's his name again? Ismark. I'm just standing near them protectively. You're being rather quiet, Mirakin. Is everything okay? Shh. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, yes. Sorry, you're right up. There's woe in here. Shut your fucking pie hole, man. Pretty much. Like, don't you have a spider scuttling? Didn't I all? Didn't Peppy also see there were like spectral warriors in one of the rooms off here? Yes, yeah. So basically, to the east there, around to the other side of this um, mansion, he saw some some beings kneeling at an altar. Some knights of of some sort. Oh, okay. Well, I'm kind of anxiously holding my bow and arrow at the ready and waiting for word from Bill and um, Baron. We can. Byron. What about um, Morley? Are there any um, are there any plaques on the busts or <laughs> yeah. on the wall? Is there anything written that I could read? Handsome no. man one. No, there's there's, <laughs> there's no plaques. Almost there, there's not even a spot where there may have been once a plaque. It looks like whoever designed these didn't need to um, uh, announce who they were or who they were for. It would just be known. Do they have different features? Like, are they obviously different people? They, they looked quite similar. So they're probably a family. That's what I'm thinking, anyway. Just generic people. <laughs> oh, all humans look the same. It's, it's the National Party. Thank you. <laughs> keep keep yeah, playing that joke. Um, I'm going to... Uh, See if I can put my eyes really close to the gap in this door here very quietly and try and kind of peer through it. This door that I've just moved my... I'm putting an arrow on the door. Yeah, the yeah. So the, the, the northwestern there... um, double door that's there. Yeah, you can you can take yeah. a look between a, a little bit of the cracks there. Um, it's quite dark in there, but you can see that it looks like maybe the place, uh, the room had been ransacked. There's, um, you can see another set of double doors on the opposite side of this room um, and what looks to be a fireplace up against the western wall. So no, no, nothing living in this room? Nothing's, you don't see, you give it a moment quietly at the door holding your breath. There doesn't seem to be anything moving within that room. All right. Uh, I'm just going to wander over to the foot of the stairs again. That's, right. that's enough for me. Okay, let's go back to Bill, uh, Bill and Baron, the Invisible Brothers. What's happening? What's happening upstairs? Right, let's go upstairs. Yeah. Well, just before we do that, look at this big shape here in the middle of the room uh, that we're walking around. Does it seem odd? Oh, Is there any doors in it? Or? Yeah. There's. You basically there's a door um, right opposite the alcove. Oh. So there's a, there's a, a door here. Oh. Do we do we know from American? Is Americans uh, familiar being through there? Well, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any sort of windows, so the familiar only circled this place and could take okay. in what it could see from the windows. What a useless familiar. <laughs> Didn't even open this door. I'm going to listen to it. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you put your ear up against it. Give me um, a perception check on this one. Perception. 17 plus just um, 17. 
nice little piano riff there. Um, you hear like a little bit of um, like a dripping sound. Dripping. Just a little drip. Just oh, no. Drip, drip, drip. Should we have a look, Bill? Sure. I mean, we're invisible, so I'm sure it'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, we're invisible. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that horror story about the, the girl who's like, whose dog like licks her hand or something and then the dog's like gets its head cut off and there's blood dripping on her hand and she thinks it's the dog. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone remember that? That was ringing a bell. I'm just saying, careful of drips, you never know. She's blind, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was the attacker that was licking her hand. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what? That happens now. <laughs> <laughs> so Bill, I don't know. Bill, Does Bill that... stop licking my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you do or don't want to open this door? <laughs> no, the, the story of the of the girl whose hand licked has not changed my okay. my compulsion to open this door. Um, you uh, open the oh, door. I'll just get rid of the uh, the little wall so you can see in. Um, you open the door and it just looks to be a small storage room, um, but there is rainwater lo- looking to be seeping through cracks in the ceiling um, and dripping down onto the floor. And it's created this pool on on the um, floor here. And the pool fills about, like it's going across like half of this room. Um, and there are some bare stone shelves lining the walls. Oh, it's empty. Yeah. Quite bad um, water leakage in here, Bill. If you were... Like, gonna renovate? That's quite a job. Now, the the um the floors around this part of the building is all wooden. Um, you yeah, can I'll... see on the map that the, there's a big change between the stone uh, above the foyer and the wood over where you are. And the the wood in that storage room is just absolutely soft and spongy, thanks to the the water coming through. Do you think they do you it's think they have consent smell. for this extension? So, sorry. Do you think they have consent for this extension? <laughs> This doesn't seem up to code. Yeah, leaky homes. <laughs> I think... L- leaky castles. Leaky castles. <laughs> not going to get insurance on this place. Right, directly above us, do you think, is is that throne? Is it, is there, um, is it wood on the ceiling as well? Uh, let me just check that for you. It is stone uh, above you. Okay. I was thinking maybe we could, like, <laughs> use a sawing... Cut a big circle around the throat. <laughs> 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 and then Yogi Bear stealing a in basket. Well, there goes that plan. Let's go up the stairs, Bill. I'm lucky no, there's Hannah Barbera. Come on, Uncle Barry. Um, so you're making your I'm, way to I'm this. At the bel- I'm at the balcony, like waving down to American and uh, Morley before I realize I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm touching myself like, oh, that's right. I keep going. (laughs) You realize you're invisible just touching yourself. Okay. Um, All right. There's any time. Is there anything to the north? There's no baddies up there. There's, you, you, um, you're just looking down a, a a hallway and at the very end is a a window. Um, There is an open door to the east of this hallway that's leading north. Um, and it looks like at the end of the hallway, near the window, it breaks off into like a T intersection. Okay. Um, yeah, it looks like 
Well, there's no one here right now. There could be in the room, but if we sneak up, we might. It's safe to sneak, I think. Give me a um. Give me another perception roll. Both of you, uh, oh. give me a perception okay. check. Well, we're listening. Yeah. Yeah. It just as you're making your way quietly through this. Seventeen. I was a thirteen. Um. Yeah, you, you're both listening out as you walk across and you're hearing the sound of your feet despite being invisible. You're hearing the sound of your feet against the stone. Um, but there's no... You can't hear any noises coming from, from the northern area. Okay. Bill. Bill takes his shoes off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do they become invisible? <laughs> no, actually all of my belongings are invisible thanks mm. to greater invisibility. Nice. Hopefully my belongings are invisible too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it's the classic invisible man walking so around. So I'm just in my socks, hoping that I won't. Um, now that I've been like walking along the stonework, I'm like, ah, oh, fucking hell, this, this bloody hoot, there's bloody trotters. <laughs> um, you, you both make <laughs> you your way shoes too. to this um, staircase leading up, and there's another set of doors that you pass as well, um, and you hear nothing coming from there either. There's not a lot of sounds coming from this place. Um, but you do find this these narrow winding uh, stairs, and uh, there's a bit of light coming in through that's that's illuminating them somewhat. Um, and it's very dusty. It doesn't look like these the staircase has been used for quite some time. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good good sign. Um, yeah, uh, let's let the, let everybody know to come up to this floor and just be be stealthy, I guess. While we go up the next floor. Let's head back down to the ground floor where American, Irina, Ismark, and Morley and a bunch of your skeletons are. Um, did you want any of the skeletons up there with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're following along. All right, okay. 30 so. feet or so with everyone else, I suppose. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I'll move them, I'll move them up uh, the stairs. They are taking up a lot of this corridor now. Um, as they've sort of followed and just stayed behind. They are making a bit of noise. I need you to be aware of that. Okay. Uh, unless we wanted to try and roll some stealth rolls for them. They're, they'll just be as quiet as they can. Okay, so they're not trying to be stealthy. Um, I mean, I think everyone's trying to be stealthy. If you want me to roll, I can roll. Uh, yeah, give us... What do you think is the fairest way to roll eight stealth? Just one number for all of them, or what do you think? Yeah, because if one of them fails, then they all fail. That's really, true. Right? That's true. Okay. They, I don't know what they get, actually. I'll roll the, we'll see, an eight. Um, they're trying to Plus. be quiet. Plus two, so it's a ten. It's a ten. They're, they're, they're quiet-ish. They're definitely, there's still a little bit of jangling coming from what their, their weaponry and stuff. Um, and every time one of them makes a bit of a noise, they all stop and look at the one making noise. And then they carry on again, and then another one will make noise. And it's just kind of this comical movement of these skeletons. A little xylophone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what, are the, what are the rest doing downstairs? Well, we've been given the, the go-ahead to come upstairs, right? You have. So I will do that. As will I. Okay, I will move as stealthily as possible too. Um, okay, let me just move you guys uh, into one box so I can move you all, and we'll move you up. Uh, oh, I gotta find the right way to do this. There we go. You're now on the second floor. 
uh, still on the staircase behind uh, the skeletons that moved up ahead of you. Um, are you guys ready to move to the next floor? Yes. Um, yeah, Let's take it, it to the next level. It is a different map. <laughs> is um, it? It is. Because I can't put all... They didn't put all on the same... Um, map or floors on the same map. So let's move you up. Um, I'm going to just put you all outside for a minute so I can make sure that you don't see things you don't shouldn't see. Um, oh, what's the best way to do this? I'm going to put you all. I'm glad we haven't seen or been seen so far. Okay. Um, okay. Let's put all of you on that floor now. Uh Morley, Bill, um, no, sorry, just Mor Morley American. I'll just put you in a place where you can, you just, uh, your tokens are just uh, ethereal at this point, right? So don't worry too much about what you can see. Um, Bill and Baron, uh, you've got to the top of this staircase, um, and there is another one of these curtains just uh, hanging in front of the top of the staircase. Well, I'm just finding my token. We can't see much. No, okay. no, it's because of that curtain. Uh, yeah. So it's just covered by a curtain to the north? Um, yeah, it's just this tattered tatted black curtain on uh, on your, like right in front of you, which is to the east. Shall we go through it, Bill? Just take a little peek. Okay. I'm going to, is is there a gap under the curtain? You can, yeah, yeah. You can sort of like get down close to the floor and, and lift up the edge of the, the tattered curtain just to take a quick look uh, at what you can see. Um, and what you can see is that it looks like the roof over um, sort of further down has collapsed. Um, and it's created just this... the sky? Yeah, yeah, straight up into to the sky. Um, and you can see uh, sort of broken rafters bisecting what, that little area. You can't really see too much from this area, but it's just a hallway that continues um, east there looks to be a couple of double doors on the northern side, a door right at the end of this hallway, um, and then obviously this open area that this uh, the ceiling above you has, has cracked open and fallen down. Okay. Um, hey, Bill, I think where it's collapsed, that is supposed to be the throne room, right? Let's go have a look. I'm going to walk out past the curtain and see if I can look around the corner. Um, we're gonna. I'm just gonna continue using your um, perception roll from before. What was that? An 18, I think. Um, and the doors that you pass, the first set of doors on your left that you pass, you do hear what sounds like maybe just some slight movement. Um, maybe the sound of uh, metal on metal, oh. just slight rustling. There's no talking or anything, just some movement. And you're reminded, you're reminded of what Murican said, of the six knights around a table. And is that that's not where the throne was it was it? No, the throne from getting your bearings. Um, they only had two and the two throne people? the throne room just had one person sitting seated in a throne. Oh, no one next to him. No. Okay. Okay, so hey, Bill, do you want to message the people, everybody else downstairs, and tell them that there's, there's to the north is probably where six people are, knights, but it's closed. The door's closed. And, um, uh, yeah, I, was, I send a message and just say, um, 
we think we found the Knights of the Round Table. Yes. Um, be careful when you come up here. No noise. Um, Baron, you continue walking out into the area with the broken ceiling, and you can you look up and you see dark storm clouds rolling across the sky overhead, mm. and the floor in this area is just piled with rocks and broken tiles, shattered be- uh, beams and, and other debris, um, and beneath the rubble lies a, a sagging floor and puddles of rainwater. This is why we've got the leakage bill. There's a hole in the roof. Um, and you can sort of see one of the other, it's taken down a bit of a wall as well. Um, and you can see uh, just across from where you're standing, what well, looks just to be a ruined bathroom. The room has a tiled floor, an iron bathtub uh, that's just filled with debris from the collapsed roof. And there's a torn curtain hanging in an open doorway at the center of the east wall. All these curtains. This place would have been pretty fancy back in the day. There's um, the corridor south uh, that you're sort of looking down into. Um, right around the corner, again, the, the falling debris has just broken down a massive part, a massive chunk of a wall. You can see bits of a, of, of a door uh, caught up in that. And further south, uh, you can see just it opens up uh, to the outside. I've seen him. I've gone south a little bit around the corner and I can see the throne and somebody sitting on it. The west wall of this 50-foot-long, 30-foot-wide audience hall has crumbled, leaving a gaping hole in a pile of rubble. Weapons and shields that once hung from the walls have fallen to the floor and succumbed to rust. A large wooden throne carved to resemble a dragon with unfolding wings faces three tall windows to the west. Slumped in the throne is a gaunt, armoured figure with one gauntlet ramped around the hilt of a great sword. There he is, Bill. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to you know, impress him? Uh, we didn't really think through what we were going to do when we got here. Apologise for uh, intruding, I think. But we should tell everyone first, I suppose. I'm just going to carefully climb over the debris as well. Are you... Um, I might need a stealth roll if you're trying to be stealthy here. It's gonna. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do it with advantage since you are invisible. Uh, yep. Yeah, sure. Advantage. Twenty-one total. Okay, great. You are completely silent, Baron. Can I get um, a stealth roll from you as well, with advantage since you're uh, also invisible? Uh, this is where it all goes wrong, isn't it? Six plus two. A four plus two. You are not as quiet. You're trying, you're sort of tiptoeing across some of the rubble um, and just the sound of the rubble just keeps, no matter what you do, it just keeps creaking and the floorboards are creaking underneath your weight. Um, you you know that you're making... So many pies. You, yeah, you're clearly making a sound. But there's still no movement. Um, from the throne again, the, you're looking at the back of the throne from here, and you can just see yeah, oh, one okay. one gauntleted hand wrapped yeah, around the hilt of a great sword next to it. Well, have the others been told that we've spotted them? Um, yeah, I'll send them a message. Um, which is a great time to go back to both Morley, um, American Irina, and Ismark, waiting <clears throat> at the bottom, it. waiting at the bottom of the spiral staircase. I'd like to message back to. To Bill, assuming that I can do that. Yep. Saying, yeah, after I've messaged you, can. 
Should we should we join you? Should we join you up there? Um yeah, I think so. Any any traps or areas where we need to be especially careful? Just rubble, no traps or anything. Um just be quiet because there are those those knights we mentioned before. Right. And the floor might be a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, the floor's a bit slippery and wet. And sunken. Ooh, bit of slippery floor never Never worried old Captain Morley. Am I in on this message, Chain? Yes. Um, I, I want to say, why don't you try to talk to the void, to the to this king knight or whatever it is first? At least if he's hostile, he won't be able to get you. But if we just walk in there, completely visible, well, who knows what he'll do? It's true. We might be less threatening if it's just one. Seems like one person. That's a pretty good point. If you can like psychically communicate with him, seems like that was a good kind of test. Yes. Of course, he can message him. He doesn't even need to say anything out loud. All right. Should I try that then? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to send who I think is the Lord of the Manor a message. I'm just going to say hello there. Hello there. We <laughs> share the same goals as you. Before you have a chance to finish, you just have a response in your head that just echoes through your head of, Go away! We want to see Strad suffer. We want him defanged, declawed, and completely and utterly useless. Um, you see that the, the hand, the gauntlet that's holding the end of the, uh, the greatsword, um, just tighten on the greatsword. Uh, and instead of being inside your mind now, he just he just talks out loud. If you have come to destroy me, I know. Just know this. I perished defending this land from evil over four centuries ago. And because of my failure, I am forever doomed. If you destroy this body, my spirit will find a new corpse to inhabit and I will hunt you down. You cannot free me from my damnation, nor would I wish it. If you have come to free this land from the creature that feasts on the blood of the innocent, know this. There is no monster I hate more than Strad von Zarovich. He slew Argenvost, broke the life of the night that I loved and destroyed the valiant order to which I devoted my life. But Strad has already died once. He can't be allowed to die again. Instead, like you said, he must suffer eternally in a hell of his own creation from which he can never escape. Whatever can be done to bring him misery and unrest, I will do. But I will destroy anyone who tries to end his torment. So you two, um, the Baron and Bill, you're and both still uh, invisible, right? Yeah, I hope so. Okay, okay great. He, he clearly knows that at least one of you is there. Um, the four that are standing at the bottom of the uh, stairwell, you've heard this 
boom, a uh, booming voice echoing out. Is there anything you guys want? Are you staying put, or what are you? What are you planning on doing? You still have that connection to Bill, we'll say. Can we hear what he's saying, or is it just loud echoing? The, it's it's reverber uh, reverberating so thoroughly through this castle that you're not really hearing it very well. Just this deep voice. Okay. I feel like I'd be trying to get there quicker, but still just as quietly. I want okay. a message back. Bill, are you okay? That makes sense too. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just going to send this guy another message. <laughs> DM. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> Don't be a dick. And then I'm going to message him again and just say, we want the same thing. We want what you want, but we uh, we need our friend. Have you seen her? The sorceress. Um, he turns his head and you just see uh, from out the side of the throne, just the edge, just the profile of his face. Um, and he says, No one has come. Who are you looking for? Her name is Esmeralda. The name means nothing. Leave. I'm going to message the Baron and just say, What do you think? He reckons she hasn't been here. I believe him. He's a straight shooter. <laughs> he's, he's not been around the bush. <laughs> You're right. And I'm just going to message him again and just say, <laughs> how this prison of Strad's own making, I think we could design a better one, one that is more deliberate, more torturous and we would seek help tell me your plans well we we're coming to you for ideas really (laughs) (laughs) you you have had we could do a better job how so well I was hoping you'd tell me (laughs) this is like the worst episode of dragons (laughs) dear You've got your plans. You've the business with you, eh? I'm out. You've had decades, centuries to think about how best to get under Stroud's skin. Tell us what you know, and we may be able to do it. His suffering and his torment is almost too perfect as is. Sorry, I was not trying to get a laugh out of Adam. But <laughs> He's already nailing it. <clears throat> Knowing he is as stuck to this planet, to this world, as we. Knowing he will fight endlessly for his love that he will never obtain. It is true agony that Strahd lives through. Is it though? But he's just, he's free to roam. He's free to go where he pleases. He's he just fuck he's around. Up, he's upbeat. <laughs> he's he's upbeat. living his life. <laughs> like if you show up, he's having, he's, he's tormenting us. He's toying with He invited us to fucking fun. dinner. <laughs> yeah. He's throwing dinner parties. That's <laughs> surely. He's filling in time until he gets laid. This is his plan. <laughs> 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 who's Who's in torment here? Tell him, Bill. Who's in torment? Look at his fucking ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Him who's, who's really in torment here? 
Look at your fucking ceiling. <laughs> what you are asking of me is impossible. It is not Strahd that controls how cursed Strahd is. The dark powers are bigger and stronger than any one of this realm. What are those dark powers? The very ones that have kept Strahd here. How come they're doing that? <laughs> do you do you know where these powers come from? The the dark powers. They're just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the dark gods that gave Strahd his power were merely toying with him. They gave him this power, and then they cursed him to eternity. I see. And to ensure that we don't break the curse, what is the worst possible thing we could do? I think you should leave. <laughs> That's not the worst possible thing that we could do, Bill. <laughs> Leaving. You know what we do have? We have the woman that he's after. But I don't know if we want to say that because he'll be like, okay, then murder her or something like that. Um, I'm just going to message Baron back. and Yeah, um, I think given that Esmeralda's not here, I think maybe we just do leave. I thought Feels he was like... going to help people increase Strahd's torment. Yeah, same. And, you know, Strahd, like you said, it, it doesn't seem to have an effect on him. Though. He, he is not in maximum torment. He is still calling the shots in Barovia. And... I think if we were able to get rid of all his um, people he's controlling, you know, all these werewolves and things like that, if he had to live in his castle powerless while everyone else in the towns were having a lot of fun, you know, I mean, the only uh, reason he has fun is because he is tormenting people. I mean, after we had to go and kill everyone up in that abbey, I mean, that's stepped it up for me. Before, I was thinking, yeah, he's a jerk. But now, he did that for his own amusement. So he's having a bunch of laughs. He's, um, and this is back to the, uh, sorry, I can't remember his name now. You haven't been given a name yet. Abercrombie. <clears throat> um, I was assuming it was the Lord, but he did reference to the fact that the, the Lord was killed. With the, with the um, information that, um, Ismark gave you. He did mention that there was a uh, one of uh, Lord Argenvost's uh, oh. strongest knights was uh, was a guy called Vladimir Horngard, who was um, so angered by Strad's power uh, that when he died, he came back as a revenant, and then gathered more revenants um, from the from the souls of the the other knights. Sorry, what what did you say his name was? Strongard. Uh, Vladimir Horngard. Are you still there? <laughs> yes. Just writing down your name. <laughs> Are you, uh, Sir Horngard, Argenvost's loyal vessel? That is I. Well, I want you to know what Strad is up to while you're sitting here. He is exacting the same torture, worse torture. And the citizens of Barovia. He's playing sick games, creating sick experiments across the land. He's commanding legions of werewolves. He's p 
playing with towns, do these sound like the machinations of someone who is truly tormented? Do they sound like he is not free? Strahd has been doing this for decades. He and his boredom pushes him to things. I assume you are here only because he allowed you to be here, toying even with you. Yeah, and I want to toy back. And that's where you come in, big boy. <laughs> Me and my brothers, we've done everything we can do, knowing that he will live an eternity, bored, alone, wanting to end this all, but being unable to. It's perfect. Hey, what does this guy even do, Bill? He may as well not even be here. He's just come back to life to, like, sit on his ass. How are you increasing his torture? Me and the Brotherhood venture out and slaughter his army, his soldiers, at every chance we get. Mm. This causes him to have to create more... And the frustration is mmm delicious. Uh, I see. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Can we come up now, Bill? Yeah, you what's happening? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna message back and just say, "Yeah, I'm not really getting anywhere with this guy." He, um, Seems to be pretty stoked with how things are going, actually. Well, as long as he's not planning to attack us, we can come up and say hello. Uh, he might he might attack us. He's only not attacking because he can't see me. Well, ask well, him if he's trying to attack us. Hey, are you going to attack us? <laughs> That's a very good question. Is that what he says? <laughs> if, I, if I show you where I am and you know exactly what I'm trying to achieve. Are you going to make my life more difficult? Oh, and tell him. Tell him that we have uh, gone out and destroyed heaps of his minions as well. All those evil druids. Um, oh, yeah, we, we destroyed heaps of Strahd's wannabe cult followers. The evil druids, they raised this big stick thing. We Giant tree. It in, a, a we chucked it in a trench. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a tree. And what is your end goal? We want to see Strahd suffer. Like I said, we want to rip his fucking fangs out. And then what? The Dark Powers will give him his teeth back. Yeah, but I mean, when he tries to bite something for a period of time, it'll be really awkward. <laughs> That's true. What that do you want from moment. me? You know what? We could put him in a room with just light, you know? Just slowly burning... For eternity, instead of having having fun every weekend, sending out vampires and werewolves, he could actually be having his suntan. What? And I'm just spitballing here. What about if we tied him to a chair in a small dark room, except for a small hole in the roof? You can hear the gauntlet creaking against the leather on the the hilt of the great sword as he gets up out of the throne, turns to stand next to it, 
and just calls out towards the rubble because he doesn't know where exactly you are. He just calls out, Leave now! Well, all right. <laughs> we know when we're not wanted. Can we come up now, Bill? There is, made him, there is like this I think fury. I think I've worn out our welcome. There's this fury up, in his, his eyes. And there's, there's not a lot of clarity to his eyes either, despite being obviously these undead eyes. But they... He looks so... Can you actually give me an insight roll, Bill? I feel like I fucked around for a little bit too long. Oh, sorry, take the first one. Uh, 15. Uh, 15. Yeah, cool. Um, it looks like there's just so much built up anger behind his eyes that there's just, he's completely uh, blind or deaf, I should say, to, to any, um, any kind of persuasion otherwise. He just, he is enjoying the fact that Strad is just, he, he believes that you're not seeing it, but Strad is suffering. And that suffering that Strad has is, is exactly what he needs. All right. Well, I guess we'll go. <laughs> Don't say we, because it could just be. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Not much more we can do, right, Bill? I'm just going to message the gang. Like, he's pretty adamant we need to leave, and I feel like going against them uh, we're not going to find a lot of reason here does someone have a spell where they could find out where Esmeralda currently is maybe we me. pivot here a little bit and try and link up with her sooner rather than later I might be able to but not today <laughs> oh, okay anyway, Bill's, not really Bill's kind of prepared today Bill's going to start wandering out I'll follow you uh, and the skeletons make way um, in the hallway for you to pass through. Oh, hi, everyone. Um, hi. He was yelling a lot. What happened up there? I just heard a lot of booming yelling, and, and, it's, and that's it. I mean, who knew that revenants would be so goddamn cranky? <laughs> Stubborn well. as well. I don't think you can right? see any new new thing, ways of doing things. He's stuck. Mm. Well, did you learn anything new? Dark forces. There's dark forces that keep giving uh, Strider's power. So, so they're, they're the ones cursing him? Yeah. Who are they? Maybe we is could destroy the, them. Is this the vampire that we've heard about? Well, the word gods was thrown around, so I feel like Strat is a less bad word than that word. You know, the, the one that made your staff American with the bow on it. What? The one that made isn't made the big spongy tree. It was planted on top of um, the original vampire or something like that. Maybe that's got something to do with it. Baron is going deep with the lore here, which is great. Okay, so now we have to kill God. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think we have to kill God. I think it'd be much easier to kill Strad. Well, That's my point. Are, there are dark forces at work. 
surely they'll just latch onto something else and create another curse. That's what it sounds like. Like Perhaps he's just a tool of something greater. Maybe mm. we can free him. Maybe there is redemption left for Strahd. Mm. Probably not, least... though. He is a jerk. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lesson that when we do go after Strahd, it's now quite likely that this spectre, this revenant, will be trying to stop us. So it'll almost be like an ally of Strahd. So we either need to win him round or neutralise <laughs> Neutralize we should have asked him. Go up and ask him more about the dark forces. I can't believe you did not ask him about that. That seems very integral to the situation in Barovia. He wasn't I saying shit. Come up, Bill. He, uh, he didn't really want to talk about them. Or, I did ask him. All he said was that they were dark gods. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't think he that. truly knows everything about what's going on. Maybe we can find a library. Yes. In here, maybe. Oh, oh a book. <laughs> I'm going to look down this, uh, around this corner here. Is there a chapter yeah, we on loot gods? the entire building. <laughs> Can we just quickly loot the entire building? Um, you walk, uh, Baron, you walk up towards that door. You uh, open, it's already open. Um, and you can see two beds with torn canopies standing against op- uh, opposing walls with a tattered rug lying on the floor between them. Set into the far wall is a fireplace, a black with soot. A soft hiss issues from the hearth, of the hearth. Sorry. Mm. A soft hiss? Yeah. What kind of a hiss? Like a gas? I don't know if they know what a gas... Um, it's a similar... <laughs> it's a, a just, just a hissing sound. It just sounds like just a hiss. <laughs> It could be one of many different things. Yeah. But you can it, you can assume that there's no gas leak in this house. Or a snake. Give me a give me a nature roll. What if that was a gas leak and we all just hallucinated this revenant guy? <laughs> yeah. We're actually just back in our apartments and none of us. <laughs> oh, what a it's relief. Just a gas leak. <laughs> Four. Could yeah, be a snake. Something. Snake American. Uh, four plus five. Oh, five. Yeah, it's, it's probably not a snake, but the, you're, you're not okay. really certain what that could be, what it could belong to. Um, although you did hear a hissing earlier down in the uh, ground floor where that shadow flew overhead. Oh, oh, and it's in the shadows of the soot. From the yeah, from the um, fireplace. I'm going to whisper that back just in case anyone's interested. That's where that shadow went, probably. Uh, <laughs> Into the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, well, it hid from us. I don't know. It's more scared of us than we I'm are. Gonna say, hey, excuse me, is that you hissing? <laughs> Into the fireplace. You're still yeah. invisible, aren't you? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no response to your whisper. Well, this is the sort of time when I die normally, so I'm not going to go in there. In fact, what do you guys want to do? Let's go over to Morley and Mirican. They've, they've had a bit of a quiet session so far. Mm-hmm. So, um, Morley, what, what would Morley be up to at this point? Um, I, sort of a bit of admin, though. I, I seem to have hit, like, the whole map is shadows for me, and I can't see anyone else or okay. anything. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, on. The, I'm on the map, but like, oh, that's how about outside? Yeah. Oh, that's better. Now I'm back in that kind of entrance way on the ground floor. 
Oh, okay, cool. Um, Which is where I want to be. Oh, right. So you've just gone down the stairs back down into the ground floor. Yeah, I would have, like, hearing the disappointment of the negotiations with the Revenant, um, I think I would have kind of been a little bit defeated and a little bit lost, not knowing what to do. Um, I'm starting to, my mind's wandering to meeting Esmeralda. And I'm wanting to kind of push for that. Right. Um, you, you get to the, um, the ground floor and you just hear um, a knock and then just like a fudge coming from one of the northern sets of doors. Northern doors. Um, from this ground floor. So behind the pillar here, there's a set of doors, uh, double doors there and another one to the uh, left as well. I looked in those ones to the left and there was nothing. Yeah, that's going right. On. So I can only deduce. <laughs> I'm gonna. Is anyone around me? Is American around me? I'll come with you. I'm gonna go, American, get down. And then I'm gonna kind of motion at the door. Um, do I have any kind of message connection to Bill left? Sure, I'll let that occur. I'm gonna message Bill. We've got movement on the ground floor, Bill. There is something behind some doors. Shit. I'm going to train my... I moved down. Still invisible. I'm going to hide behind this pillar here. See this pillar where I've moved my character? I do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to just kind of train my crossbow on those doors. And I'd like to ready an action that if those doors open and I see anything aggressively coming towards me, not walking... Not a child, not a woman carrying a baby. <laughs> Anything that looks like it could be a threat, then I'm going to fire off a bolt. I'm, I'm going to say, should I open the door, Molly? Oh, let's listen. Let's listen. Just, I heard something. Okay. Can we do a combined perception roll? Yeah, yeah. Give me a perception uh, with advantage. Okay. Uh, do that. Rolled. Nice. 18 plus 7 for 25. From um, you know, from 10 feet away from the door, there's not much you're hearing. There's, there's no more noises, no more obvious noises coming from that room. If you want to go up and listen at the door, you can do that as well. I hear nothing very clearly. Yeah. Um, Ooh. We... Yeah. I'll send my spectral hand out to just... I'm imagining these, for some reason I'm imagining these doors are like double hinge, so they'll go like that. But you tell me what the hinge, what does the book say the hinge mechanism is? <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly it doesn't, but being a sort of castle, I don't think they have many Wild West style saloon doors. <laughs> you, don't, okay. you don't know what the architect was thinking. <laughs> I want to also train my bow and arrow on it just in case. Sure. So it's the kind of it's it's two big wooden double doors, uh, each with a handle that can be pushed inwards into the room, into the uh, uh, yeah. the room you're going into. I'm just going to give the door like with the with the spectral hand, mm-hmm. just a shove so it kind of opens up. Um, you the door uh, opens and you can see that it's some kind of wine. Um, storage area. You see five barrels um, lying in wooden braces along the walls of this dark, mouldy storage room. Um, give me a an investigation roll as well. Just you're sort of like looking into the dark of this room. Oh. 
roll 20s just being a bit slow. Hang on. Investigation. Oh, I can't see what I've rolled. 12 plus 5. 17. 17. Okay, what you can see um, up against the far wall behind, obviously trying to hide behind one of these, uh, the barrels at the far end, um, is, is a smallish person. Uh, they're seated on the ground and you can make out just through what light you can see that he's got his hand over his mouth and his eyes are wide and he's trying not to be seen. Oh. It's a small person, American. It might be a child. It might be an angry dwarf. I don't know. <laughs> oh, let's go say hello. But hold up. It's dangerous. <laughs> I feel like it might be a friend. Be my guest then. I'm going to tiptoe over the door and be like, hello. <clears throat> but I still have my bow and arrow out. Yeah. Um, this this uh, person sees you at the door and his hand drops from his mouth and there's almost like a strange recognition. And um, he says, Nisa, Nisa, what are you doing here? Um, and you take in that this is... Uh, a dark elf. He's very elvish. He, he, uh, um, but he also looks heavily wounded. Um, and he just has these uh, spines, little needles sticking out of him. And he's bleeding quite profusely. And he coughs and says, Nisa, please, can you help? Can you help me? Do I know this person? Um, you don't recognize he's this person. very familiar. Um, but because you recognize him as an elf, and he's using the word uh, sister. Right. Because oh he recognizes you as an elf. Okay, I'm going to throw caution to the wind and and come forward and say, I can help you. I can. I will. I'm American. Who are you? My name is Savid. Savid. Um, he's, and I'm going to... Ooh. He, um, just as he says his name, his eyes clothes and he slumps against the wall uh, again he's just bleeding profusely I'm I'm going to uh, say a quick prayer in Elvish and say with me Savid as I cast healing word on him okay what does that roll. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, 1d4 plus 4 so he gets 5 health back because I rolled really poorly <laughs> <laughs> I was going to gesture at Morley like, there's someone in need in here. Um, he um, he's, he's breathing there. It's a quite ragged breath. And you can see that it looks like um, you've experienced what has happened to Savid before. He is covered in what you recognize instantly as needle blight needles. Oh. Um, all down like one half of his face and all down one of his sides. It looks like he was caught uh, pretty heavily. Um, but he's, he's breathing at this point. I've got a health is, potion that I've been carrying on for ages. I'll give it to Savid. Is he conscious again or is he still slumped over? Um, he he takes a moment and opens his, his eyes again and says, Thank you, Murican. Thank you. I I thought I was going to die here. Oh my, who would have thought we'd find a character like this in a, in a place like this? What are you doing here, Savid? No, don't speak, Savid. I'll look after you, Savid. I'm here, Savid. <laughs> I'm being like very over. Over, overly like motherly towards him. 
I'm going to offer him some water and be like, drink, Savid. You're going to be okay, Savid. We're here for you. Um, and he takes the vial of water and, and drinks it. Um, and what, uh, what is it that you were doing here? Honestly, who knows? We're just fucking around at this point. <laughs> Oh, that's a big that's a big hint for the DM to figure some shit out. No, it wasn't. I was just, like, I was just kidding. Um, what would I say to that? I'd just say like um, we were looking for a friend, actually. Do you know Esmeralda? I mean, that's a, a little bit of a strange question to ask. I know Barovia is quite big, but I thought it's worth a shot. It's like New Zealand. Yeah, like do you know oh, that? Yeah, Steve. Well, why can't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know of Esmeralda, yes. Oh, oh, my. Who would have thought six degrees of separation and all that? <laughs> what has she stolen from you? Oh, ooh, spicy. Spill the tea, Savid. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I love Savid. Like, well, maybe we should get you out of here. There's actually giant spiders around here, and perhaps we should take our leave of this 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 hellishly bad badly maintained castle and, and get you to safety before we start dishing. Is it, is it safe out there? Well, if we're quiet, we may make it out without being devoured, devoured by giant spiders. Um, he, he struggles to his feet um, and says, have you, seen, uh, have you seen a young girl in your travels? <gasps> oh, my. A young Vistani girl. Doesn't ring a bell, have we? How young? Uh, like a child or a woman? A child. She must only be seven or eight. Oh, I don't God. think we have. Are you? What does she look like, Savid? Um, she's Vistani, so dark hair, quite a darkish complexion, brown eyes. It's quite hard to describe a Vistani when they all have the same kind of features. Oh, Savid. <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same. Is that what you're saying? Something PC, Savid. Sabine worked for Eagle Brewing and all. I was sent to look for her and I have not been able to find her. <gasps> A missing child. We will help you, Savine. I swear to you, Savine, we will find this innocent young girl for you. Come, Savine. Come with us now. Americans fired up. Okay, okay. Do we need to carry Savita or can he walk under his own steam? Um, he's, he's, thanks to the health potion, thanks to the, uh, oh, did you, you ended up giving him the health potion? I said I wanted to, but I don't know how to, like, do it. Uh, I don't know what effect it has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it like 2d4 plus 2 from memory, I think? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Just oh, pour it on his head. <laughs> Like can we remove some of the needles that are sticking out the side of his face? You can definitely assist him with that. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Eight. Okay. Eight so, health for Savid. Um, with the... <laughs> he's not racist. Anyway, um, <laughs> they, uh, you've given him back... He's back to his full health at this point. Thanks to the magic of the magic potion, mm. thanks to the healing word, um, he's feeling a lot better and he starts just... Um, working some of these needles out of his face and out of his side um, as he as he stands uh, talking to you. What is it you are wanting with um, Esmeralda? Well, we've we've uh, 
We've encountered her on our travels, and we've promised to rendezvous with her. It's a long story, Savine. Let us get out of this hideous castle first. Get you a nice hot tea. Okay, great. As, and as you were talking, um, Bill, you're hearing, despite Morley having sort of let you know nothing's going on in any of other rooms, you're just hearing a small crackling of a fire coming from um, the northwestern door, uh, which, which, wasn't, which wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, from the ground floor. Um, which wasn't there when you first entered. Northwest. Okay. Um, I'm going to message the crew and just say, um, there's a fire crackling in the room out here, which was definitely not started when we got here, so maybe we should... Uh, the moose. Well, Bill, there's a fireplace in there. <laughs> Bill, you're invisible. Go have a look. We just found a sickly elven man, and we saved him. Does he have want a, to stay saved? Have a quick peek, Bill. Go on, get in there and have a wee peek. Bill. Invisible. Get Watch for Bill. the backdraft. <laughs> All right, Invisible creeps over. Could he look through the window from the outside? <laughs> you can totally look and, like, go outside and have a look in if you wanted. I feel like this is going to be... Bill's getting fixed. Man, it'll be so much safer if I just look from the window outside. By the way, the whole world is grey to me. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's nice. what it was like for me earlier. Oh, weird. Um, you, you look through the window and you're just seeing uh, a little bit of light illuminating this room now, um, flickering uh, from, the, from the light coming from the fireplace. There's no other movement, no other people or things in that room. Oh my gosh, you guys, what if it's that spirit and it just haunts fireplaces and turns into it like a bird and kills us or something? I checked the other window. Uh, you're just seeing the same room from a different perspective. Nothing else to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't explain it, but I think something is definitely up. There's no one in that room. Just the fire. Ooh. It started itself somehow. Oh, right. That's normal. Morley pushes the door ajar and has a peek in. Um, you're seeing the same room that you saw earlier, um, except this time there is a bit of light coming from the fireplace. Uh, from the angle that you're at, it just looks like a fire in a fireplace. Is there anything in this room? Like, what's that dark thing up against the wall there? Um, is it a, a chest? Standing upright against the north wall is a sarcophagus made of black wood with a queen's effigy carved into its lid. Excuse me? <laughs> How would you not mention that? <laughs> very, that's a very ill omen. I'd, I'd say it's woe. A sarcophagus? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Egyptian. It's, um, the, the <laughs> lid is a little ajar as well. Well, that's scary. The lid's ajar. Mm. And Bill didn't notice that. From from the angles Bill saw from that window, it, from the side, it looks a lot just like a cupboard, to be fair. <laughs> a queen's sarcophagus. Oh, my God. That's what's the difference between a sarcophagus and a cupboard? Probably just the lid and what's inside <laughs> it, maybe. I don't know. I'll send out the old ghostly hand to just like, oh, no, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like a good idea. In fact, what? It's a jar. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to, like, hook a finger in yeah, and just pull the door back. Yeah. Quick, someone egg him on. Yeah, I wouldn't do yeah. that. 
I'll do that with the ghostly finger, but Morley is standing at the doorway. Yeah. yeah um. The 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 lid creaks open. It's it's vertical, so it's a, like a basically like a door. It creaks open. Um. And inside, it looks like the sarcophagus has been converted into a, like a wine cabinet. Um. Oh, except right. except for a single bottle of wine. Uh, everything else inside is just shattered wine glasses and decanters. Can I use the ghostly hand to pick up the wine and bring it to me? You can. You can, and it brings over the wine. You don't realize how, uh, not important, but how, how interesting this wine is until it gets maybe a few feet from you, where you can clearly see on the label, Champagne de la Stomp. Oh, the good stuff. Holy shit. <laughs> taking this to... <laughs> The basement and getting fucking loaded and throwing away thirty years of sobriety. <laughs> From everything you know, this is the peak wine of Barovia. This is the possibly the only bottle of this wine around. We can take it to Strauss for dinner. This is exactly. going to be the best. <laughs> going to be polite. He's going to be wrapped. All right, I'll pocket that to increase his suffering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you could not be like this. We bought him a lovely bottle of his favourite wine. His <laughs> boredom is off the chart. <laughs> He's, He's drinking alone by the end of the evening. No one likes that. The um, mild wine hangover is in his future. <laughs> Give him a hangover from partying too hard. We didn't have enough quince paste. <laughs> oh, shit. The um, you. you Finish taking it in, like looking at this bottle and taking it in. And the room just uh, flashes with light. Not like huge, like blinding light, but it looks like the fire has just been um, uh, stoked a bit. Like just, just hear the billowing of this flame and the room lights up a bit more from it. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll close the door and say, Bill. Bill, the the room, it's there's there's some sort of possessed spirit in there or something. That's what I was trying to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get Baron. Maybe he can talk to the dead. (laughs) Campy. He never would have so out of character, he never would have said it like that. (laughs) But he did. I'm just gonna message Baron. Hey, uh, you won't believe what Morley said and the way he said it. Just now, <laughs> better not be having a go at the dead again. <laughs> he absolutely was. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I'm stuck upstairs. I think. Oh, are you are near you? the near the tapestry? All right, I'll bring I'll bring you down if that's where you wanted to be. May as well. Was well, all great for me though. I can bring. Oh, it's still, what is going on with you guys and your dynamic lighting tonight? Let's just move you back and then back, and then hopefully that fixes it. Yep. Sweet. Okay. I can smell Chateau de la Stone. <laughs> <laughs> that smells delicious. No, um, okay, so what are we going to do? Are we going to have a look around this castle, or are we going to go look for. Um, wait, who's that? Is it <laughs> This is Savid. We just saved him. Say hello, Savid. This is Brian. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for saving me. You're welcome, Savid. Well, Savid. He's got um, hot sauce for us later, by the way. Oh, really? 
Yes. He knows Esmeralda. I've he- I've heard of Esmeralda. She stole a horse from the camp I was at. Oh. We blow up her wagon, so we're even. <laughs> we we not on purpose. So, Savid like Savid chuckles at hearing that. Like he actually he enjoyed oh, that a lot. Savid, where did you get hit by all those needles? I was out searching for Arabal, and uh, I came across some needle blights, and they, they were much stronger than I thought they would be. Just nearby, or? Uh, yeah, just north in the, in the woods. And you just stumbled into this castle? Or? I came here to try and get away from the blights. Did you just get here now? or? I've only been here maybe, a, I assume, only a couple of hours. I blacked out for a bit. Ooh, well, this is fortuitous. We've met. Uh, you say a young child went missing? Young Arabelle from the uh, Vistani camp. She wears shoes or bare feet? Uh, shoes. She, uh, she definitely mm. wears bright, uh, bright purple shoes. Bright purple shoes. Well, the, uh, the only reason I mention it is because we saw a whole bunch of children's feet uh, being marched off with um, marks. Marks. We saw right. the feet marks. Children's feet. Sorry. I missed the word there. It's an important word. A big pile of children's feet. No, footprints. But it could be, you know, just as bad they were being marched by werewolves. Don't freak him out, Brian. I'm sure she's fine. And we'll help you find her. Anyway, Molly says there's a ghost in there, by the way. Oh, there's some sort of spirit in there, Brian. The fire's going. The fire's yeah. being stoked somehow, but there's no physical being in there. This is why... What do you think about that? This is why the yeah. Vistani never come to this place. It's haunted. I wasn't yes. talking to you, Savid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, Savid. Don't you worry. Savid. Savid. Are you Vistani? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm a... I am Elvish, like a friend here. Elvish Presley. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> 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 no. Well. Um, anyway, there's a freaking ghost around here. Is anyone else? I'm going to go have a look into this and, and, and investigate the. Is it in here? The fireplace? Yeah. No, this is yeah. the wine. No, the fireplace is in, in there. I've taken the wine, Brian. Don't worry about that. Oh, no! The, f- the fire had erupted. The Baron, into life. the Baron has walked into the wine storage area, um, looking. I'm going to knock on them to see if they're full. <laughs> um, um, I can give you some information about the wine barrels. Uh, if I've got this one little bottle of Chateau de Stomp and all those kegs are just full of it. And I'm going to roll them out. Um, it looks like, it sounds like all of them are hollow. Um, yeah. Emblazoned on the barrel sides are the names, is the name of the winery. You know it well, the uh, Wizard of Wines. Um, but, and emblazoned on every single one of those barrels is Champagne de la Stomp. Hey, Wait. you guys remember prophecy. the uh, <laughs> prophecy? Yeah. The finest what? empty barrel. Which is now empty. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see if I can pry this open. Yeah, rip up a pod. <laughs> Go home, gonna, wild man. I'm going to sniff them in and see if there's any any what? that look different from the other. Um, you're getting like a vinegary odor from the, these these uh, barrels, like the wine 
has long since soured and evaporated off. Um, okay. But nothing. Hey, none guys. of these barrels stand out as being different from each other. I'm going. I'm going to try and. Uh, what What was the prophecy that um, uh, inside it? Seek a cask that once contained the finest wine, of which not a drop remains. Okay. I'm going to. Can I open the the spigots and see if anything comes out? Yeah, I'll, I'll say that you can spend some time using uh, tools and weapons to to pry open uh, each of these barrels. Yeah. Um, each one in turn, starting from the top and going clockwise around, um, each proved to be a bit of a struggle to get into, um, mm-hmm. but also completely empty, except for the this overpowering vinegary smell. Yeah. So there, there is drops remaining in these. <laughs> no, there's, <laughs> there's nothing left in this. Yeah. All five of them. All five of them. This well, was a pretty vague prophecy. prophecy. Not that helpful. Mm. There could be more barrels, I suppose. Mm. And we've well, like absolutely actually. Can can I roll investigation to like go under the kegs in the kegs? <laughs> Give me an investigation roll. Give me with advantage. You're all. Um, you've okay. got this this uh, prophecy in mind, and you're so certain that there's this has to be it. So give me yep. this, and you're all fervently looking ar- under and inside. And Savid is standing there, looking confused, having not told him anything going on. Uh, with a roll of seventeen, you give them a thorough investigation. There is there's nothing in mm. these barrels. Under these barrels. What you meant to be investigating the ghost, not the wine. <laughs> I walked into the wrong room. Where, where's the ghost room? Point, point me in the right direction, please. Well, he gives the next half-hearted. to you, Matt. Over there. <laughs> next to you? Yes, next to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over there. Which one, I can't the... see where you're pointing. Um, okay, <laughs> I go into the room. Um, the fire is, is really going now. It's really quiet. You're not hearing that hiss that you heard from the fireplace upstairs. Um, but what does happen as soon as you get into view of this hearth... It explodes and I die. <laughs> ...is that the fire takes on this enormous draconic form. Oh. Um, it hisses, crackles, and unfurls its big smoky wings. Um and it says out to all of you, even the ones not in the room now, you're all hearing this within your head. It just hisses out to you. My knights have fallen into darkness. Save them if you can. Show them the light that they have lost. American, you get in your head this image of that dragon skull from your dreams. And you see an image of Argen Vistolt's tower, the one just out back of this mansion that you're in, with light just pouring, just beaming from all of these windows. And then with that, the fire just burns out down to nothing, just a small whisper of smoke um, up, licks up around the hearth. The fire is gone, nothing but soot in the fireplace. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes 
overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.